Hi everybody, this is Scott Saad. Many of you have written to me uh, with kind words regarding my uh, weight loss. Uh, and so I thought I would take a few minutes to hopefully inspire those of you who are interested in uh, losing some weight. I don't think that anything that I'm going to say is stuff that you probably don't know, but maybe it's worth uh, hearing it from someone who has tried these principles and has succeeded at them. So perseverance is probably the most important word in that journey. Uh, in some of my previous attempts at trying to lose weight, I would look at the total amount of weight that I had to lose and it become very discouraging. But when I broke it down into smaller parts, for example, reduce it to a daily battle, every day one of three things can happen. You could either put on weight, you could absolutely not change your weight from the previous day, or you could lose weight. So imagine if you win the battle of every day. Every day I lose some minute amount of weight. After a week, it's a bit less minute. After a month, it's a bit less. But that requires perseverance in that it's tough sometimes to remain patient when the wins are small and incremental. Um, of course, other times you also hit a plateau in your weight loss, and it's easy if for a week your you know the scale doesn't show any change for you to throw in the towel and say I'm done. This is too painful. But if you persevere, then you know on week eight or nine or ten you get on the scale and boom, you just lost 1.4 pounds. And so one of the things that has been you know really helpful for me uh, in my current weight loss journey is to have that mindset. It's easy to fall prey to the, you know, all or nothing mindset or black or white thinking. But if you approach it with some gradation, then I think it's much more likely that you will succeed in the long term. Some of the other tools that I have used, and I've mentioned some of these in the past in, in previous uh, clips, having very specific behavioral strategies is truly important. Specificity is key here. So for example, if I were to say, I'm going to an all-inclusive vacation, you know, where you where you have all-you-can-eat buffets, and I'm going to really work hard to make sure that I don't overeat, that's a very vague uh, behavioral goal. I'm, I'm, go I'm going to try to not overeat. What does that mean exactly? But if I specify that I will never have more than one plate of food, now, the plate of food might contain a million calories, which is not a good idea, but if at least I have an instantiation of a behavioral goal, I will never have more than one plate. That is a lot more specific than saying, I will not overeat. Now, how, do, how have I applied this in the current context? Well, uh, my wife, she's an angel, keeps track of every single one of my calories via myfitnesspal.com so that by the end of the day, I can say, you know, today I've eaten 1,637 calories. Today I ate 1,900 calories. So having that specificity creates a feedback mechanism that allows me to adjust my behavior. If I were just to say, you know, I'm just going to try to eat less and eat healthily, uh, that doesn't necessarily give the feedback that I need. Another thing that I do is that I make sure to weigh myself you know, at least once a week, if possible. Sometimes I might go a bit longer, 
but that feedback is truly important uh, and here is something that i have to admit to and i mentioned this in the parasitic mind you know i coined the term ostrich parasitic syndrome and i discussed it in chapter eight of the parasitic mind and yet i was the biggest ostrich in the world burying my head in the sand metaphorically of course uh, when it came to my weight so that i was so scared of the scale in uh in you know in the past that I can go years without weighing myself, right? And then what you do is you adjust how you wear your pants so that hopefully you avoid knowing the dreadful reality that you've put on 20 pounds over the past two years. But if you get on the scale and you see, oh, oh, I just took a vacation for five days and I've put on two pounds, then your ability to intercept that trajectory and correct it becomes, you know, it happens at two pounds gained rather than at, 70 pounds gained. And again, some of you may may or may not know in my as a young adult up to being a young adult I was always grossly underweight. You know, I weighed as low as 122 pounds as a soccer player, competitive soccer player as an adult. I got up as high as uh 256 pounds. Now that didn't happen by me putting on 70 pounds in one year. It happened very very gradually sort of below the just noticeable difference for those of you who know psychophysics it's one pound here it's four pounds there it's two pounds here but you never intercept it and then suddenly there are all these firsts oh look it's the first time i'm over 150 oh look it's the first time i'm over 170 oh look it's the first time i'm over 200 oh look it's the first time i'm over 250 so it happens very very gradually uh you know sort of below your uh, ability to or desire to intervene but again if you have a mechanism by which you autocorrect at a much more regular uh, interval then hopefully the battle is uh, won or it doesn't have to be fought because you intercept your weight gain uh, another thing that I, I put out a clip a few days ago not on on, on my youtube channel but just as a you know, standalone clip on my social media where I just gotten off the treadmill, speaking of perseverance, uh, and I had uh, left a message to my followers, so I'll, I'll quickly reiterate the key message here. Uh, 10, 11 days ago, before we left on a short uh, family vacation, I my back gave out. I had this unbelievable back pain that stems from having some uh, herniated disc. I mean, it's literally to the point where I can hardly walk. I can I can't lay down in in bed. It's I can't drive a car. It's just I suddenly become a 95 year old you know uh, man, uh, and this was truly painful, truly debilitating. And then I developed a neck ache that caused me to not be able to move my neck much. So I was in a really sorry state, and yet it didn't stop me from finding a way through perseverance to still get in. Uh, I mean, I wasn't reaching 20,000 steps a day as I typically do, but I on, on none of the days where I was really hurting that I not at least do 12,000 steps. It was slow, it was deliberate, it was painful, but I was still moving because I persevered. So I truly think that the, the goal for most things in life uh, is to persevere. And this is something that I'll be discussing um, in uh, one chapter in my next book, which I'm currently writing. I hope that you'll check it out once it comes out. 
look, there's all sorts of cliches, right? You have, you know, baby steps, you have to take the first step, a marathon is made up of many steps. But these aphorisms exist because they are very powerful. They, they really do compel us to uh, achieve our goals. When I, when I open up my laptop, when I'm writing any of my books, I open up the laptop and I open up that Word document, that first Word empty document, there is nothing on that page. And then I have to strike the key and then there is one word and then there's one sentence and then there's one paragraph and then there's one chapter. And then one day you guys send me photos of you reading my books on some beach. Well, it all started with that first strike on the key, right? If I were to say, my God, how am I going to write 70,000 words? It's, a, it's an impossible task. Most people take, you know, half an hour to write a hundred word email. How am I going to write a uh, 70,000 words. Well, it's just bit by bit, bit by bit, you shape it. And then one day you're at your right weight. One day you've written the book. One day you've submitted that script. And so really that is the secret to weight loss. Now there are of course specifics. I, I try to eat between 1500 calories. That's quite brutal and difficult, but between 1500 and 1900 calories a day, I try to do between 15,000 and 20,000 steps a day of different types of stuff. I try to do weights when uh, my body permits it. Uh, what do I eat? I tend to eat a lot of fish, a lot. I mean, some of you see my clips. I eat a lot of lean stuff uh, with vegetables, with fruits. So th there's no there's no secret really. It's not a pure keto diet. It's not a ancestral health diet it's just it's about as close as you could come to the mediterranean diet it's healthy it's calorie restricted but it is voluminous in other words i never walk away feeling hungry because i didn't eat enough volume and that's another trick uh, when you eat a big salad that takes you 25 minutes to eat even though the calories are very low the fact that your brain is taking so long to record the fact that you are in the process of eating, that also helps. So there's all sorts of strategies, many of which you've probably heard of before, but when you put them all together and you truly adhere to them and you persevere, then suddenly you go from my old weight to now I'm about to enter the 170 zone. I haven't been that weight for probably 25 years. I haven't been in the 160s since I think 1988. So imagine in my 50s, I'm hopefully soon going to be at a weight that I haven't been at since my 20s. There was no magic, it was just perseverance. I hope that this uh, motivates you. I hope that it uh, uh, causes you to perhaps, if you need to get on a weight loss journey, to do it as soon as you can. It is possible, it is feasible. Yes, statistically, it is very hard to be one of the rare folks who takes off their weight and keeps it off, but you truly can do it if you adhere to a few basic behavioral principles. Take care, everybody. Cheers.